Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Well, the news seems to be good. Virus numbers are heading down. So then why this warning? Within 6 to 12 uh, weeks, we could be seeing the very worst of the pandemic to date. Now batting at Yankee Stadium, the COVID vaccine. As a commitment to equity, that site will be for Bronx residents only. I'm Sean Adams in the Bronx. New Jersey expands indoor dining today. From 25% to 35%. And outdoor dining as well. I'm Marla Diamond in Hoboken. And breaking as we go on the air, Vice President Harris has cast her first tie-breaking vote in the U.S. Senate, and this would be toward a COVID relief package. The city's only Republican in Congress votes with the Democrats to punish a conspiracist congresswoman, despite Marjorie Taylor Greene's apology. These were words of the past and these things do not represent me it's down to the mets and the dodgers for free agent pitcher trevor bauer this is brad heller and there will be changes in super bowl ads this year as we'll hear from joe Connolly. and we're going to dip into our news radio archives for this date's milestones friday february 5th the wcbs 880 morning news roundup a deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials well, we told you it might rain. Craig Allen's been all over that. And it could be icy in the hills. That's happening right now as we speak. Allow extra time if it isn't too late for that advisory. And if you'll pardon the football analogy on Super Bowl weekend, even with COVID infections now down to the levels of last fall, good news, right? We are nowhere near the end zone and may even lose yardage in the process. Here's why. In CBS's Meg Oliver's interview with several experts, including this NYU epidemiologist. My biggest concern right now is that people are fatigued, they're frustrated. Dr. Celine Gounder advised the Biden transition team and is an epidemiologist at New York University. These variants will continue to spread, continue to mutate. And at the end of the day, we could end up having vaccines that no longer work. There are some reports saying they could become dominant by March. How lethal could it be? A person infected with that strain is more likely to have severe disease and die. Again, that's Dr. Celine Gounder, NYU, advisor to the Biden transition team. Everyone agrees the key to beating this virus is getting ahead of the variants with shots now to as many people as possible. And huge numbers can now be inoculated starting today at Yankee Stadium, assuming the supply keeps up. Sean Adams is there live this morning. Sean, good morning. Who can line up for the shot and when? 
Bronx residents only, and we're talking about folks in groups, uh, we're still in group 1A, 1B, so all your health care workers, your first responders, uh, your public transit workers, your educators, folks over 65, when? 8 to 8, 7 days a week, Yankee Stadium is an ideal location for this. Why? Because it has the space so they can move a lot of people in and out and still keep social distance. Mayor de Blasio explains uh, they're reaching out to minority communities here. We've got to do actions that will really support equity. Uh, the Bronx, very hard hit, very hard hit by the COVID crisis. This site, this historic site, this amazing site will be for the people of the Bronx. And so we're really looking forward to that. Uh, 15,000 appointments will be available during the first week. Bronx residents can make an appointment at SomosVaccinations.com or you can call 1-833-SOMOS-NY. That's S-O-M-O-S. Proof of residency required, Wayne. Sean, I just heard you play that clip of the mayor talking about 15,000 people can get the shot, but uh, what's the supply story? Well, uh, it's uh, supplies are tight. Mayor de Blasio would love to bolster the supply of first shots by dipping into the reserve of second doses. So here are the numbers right now. 141,000 first doses left in New York City, 321,000 second doses on hand. Governor Cuomo is not going to allow this. Why? Well, the CDC doesn't recommend tapping into that second dose supply. If that changes, Governor Cuomo would then consider allowing it, but not now. All right, Sean, thank you for the update. They're loosening the rules in New Jersey as of this morning. Jersey diners can serve up those famous greasy breakfasts to more people. Marla Diamond is live in Hoboken. Marla, good morning. Uh, What changes in New Jersey and when? Yeah, you can get your eggs and your pork rolls starting at 8 this morning, Wayne. New Jersey restaurants can increase their indoor dining capacity from 25 to 35 percent. And the state is lifting the 10 p.m. curfew on bars and restaurants. Governor Murphy says he feels confident lifting the restrictions due to declining hospitalizations and the rate of transmission. For instance, on January 13th, we reported 3,726 confirmed and suspected covid cases in our hospitals. Three weeks later, we're reporting a decrease of about 20 percent from that number. Hoboken Mayor Robbie Bala and Jersey City Mayor Stephen Phillip released a joint statement this week saying that their cities, very popular among the bar and restaurant crowd, will operate without a coronavirus curfew as of today. The situation is different in Newark, where Mayor Ross Baraka says he'll keep the 10 p.m. curfew in place during the week and an 11 p.m. curfew for non-essential businesses on the weekend. Later this morning, the governor will sign legislation expanding outdoor dining, allowing struggling restaurants and bars to extend their footprints and serve patrons in parking lots, yards, patios, decks, and public sidewalks. Oh, he has been under so much pressure to do all that, Marley, but then you got the pressure from people like Anthony Fauci worried about Super Bowl events turning into super spreaders. Did the governor talk about that? Both Governors Murphy and uh, Governor Cuomo have urged people not to make the Super Bowl a super spreader. They are holding a joint uh, availability, a press conference today. Not exactly sure what will be announced, uh, but they are encouraging people to keep those Super Bowl celebrations small and only with people that you live with. Marla, thank you. Market futures are pointing higher this morning to a likely higher open when that bell rings, Joe Connolly's here now with some of the changes, Joe, and the Super Bowl ads we'll be watching this year. Yeah, Wayne, a lot of new companies will advertise on the Super Bowl for the first time to capitalize on growth they've had in the pandemic. 
And some large companies are not advertising this year because they were uncertain about striking the right tone this year. Indeed of Stamford will air its first Super Bowl ad ever, an upbeat ad, saying we find jobs for people starting out or starting over. Robinhood, the trading app that was used in the unexpected, now deflating Reddit rally, will go ahead with their Super Bowl commercial. Robinhood says people who never traded stocks before are now, and we want to celebrate that. Investing in stocks is part of investing in yourself, like going to work or school every day or exercising. Fiverr, freelance workers platform, will advertise for the first time. They see an opportunity to help on projects for businesses planning to reopen this year. DoorDash will air its first ad. I was surprised this will be Scott's miracle Gross first ad ever on the Super Bowl, with spring on many people's minds at this time of year. But miracle Gro told CNBC they want to keep the millions of new customers they got last year when people started spending more on their home. And Mike Myers and Dana Carvey will be broadcasting from Wayne's mom's basement in Aurora, <laughs> Illinois, once again this weekend, when Uber Eats will now deliver to Wayne's world. Wayne? <laughs> Every parent's dread. They're in their 50s and still living in a basement. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. We're going to be hearing some breaking news coming out of Washington. It is uh, something much closer to COVID relief, those stimulus checks, and we'll get that next on the Morning News Roundup. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, live on 880 and on demand at wcbs880.com slash roundup or wherever you get your podcasts. Now with the weather day ahead, the Exergen forecast, Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen, here it is just like you said it would be at this hour, Craig. Little bit of light rain, light snow. It's light rain for the city and uh, maybe a few wet snowflakes or a little sleet mixed in right now. But if you go north of the city, uh, from northern New Jersey and mostly into the Hudson Valley, there's a touch of wet snow falling, or light snow, I should say. There will be more snow. There's a lull across the rest of New Jersey until you get back to the Pennsylvania border. That's been moving steadily out of central Pennsylvania. It's almost up to the the Jersey border now, and that has to come on through later this morning, too. So, a period of rain mixed with some uh, wet snow or sleet for the city and the coast, but there could be a coating to an inch or so for the northern and western suburbs. And highs today, 38 to 44. So the evening commute will turn out uh, okay. It'll be dry by then. Tonight, fair and cold with lows 25 to 30 near 20 inland. Saturday, sunny most of the day, 35 to 40. It's the better of the two days this weekend for sure because it definitely looks like some snow for Sunday now. It's a matter of trying to uh, uh, hammer out the details on the amounts. It looks like the way this one's setting up, Wayne, is less to the north north and west because you're farther away from the storm and more from the city south and east. Right now in the city we have a temperature of 39 so that means all rain for the city and uh, certainly no icing. Humidity 62 percent and a southeast breeze at night. I think I can speak for the hill people in saying you can keep the snow away from us this time. We got enough. Yeah, right? It's, it, I know it's going to even itself out and this time the people that didn't get very much right along the Jersey Shore could actually end up with a lot more. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. It's not too often that early in the morning you have news percolating late out of Washington, but literally in the 5 o'clock hour at 5.38 this morning, we saw Kamala Harris, the vice president, cast her first tie-breaking vote in the U.S. Senate, and it has to do with COVID relief. The Senate voted 51 to 50 to advance the budget resolution that will lead towards 
President Biden's coronavirus relief plan, this $1.9 trillion plan you've been hearing about that has the stimulus checks of another $1,400 for certain income categories. This was the process that will allow the Senate to go forward with what they call reconciliation, meaning you don't need the 60-vote threshold to overcome what would be a filibuster. So that's what's happening right now. Uh, Again, $1,400 checks would be on the way. This hasn't cleared yet, but it sets up the process for low- to moderate-income families more jobless benefits, and $160 billion for the pandemic response, including money on vaccines. The Democrats think they'll have this thing finally passed in March. These things take time, I guess. Let's update sports. Uh, Mets fans on the Trevor Bauer watch this morning. Brad Heller, the free agent pitcher, could make his decision today. What's the latest on that? Well, good morning, Wayne. Bauer's agent, Rachel Luba, tweeted yesterday that it's down to two, and those two teams are the Mets and the Dodgers. USA Today reported that the Mets and Bauer actually have a deal, but others have contradicted that, saying it's not done yet. Our friend Ed Coleman said on the fan yesterday that the Mets have offered Bauer three years in the $90 million range with an opt-out after the first year. We know Bauer is a fan of Steve Cohen and the Mets based on a couple of videos he has posted to his YouTube page wearing a Mets cap. He was a big fan of the Francisco Lindor deal. Of course, Bauer and Lindor were teammates in Cleveland, and as we said, we could find out, Wayne, at some point today where Trevor Bauer, the reigning NL Cy Young winner, is going to be pitching next season. Brad, we see the NBA's biggest star is not all that crazy about the decision to play the all-star game yeah this was lebron james last night reacting to the news that the all-star game is now happening on march 7th in atlanta i have zero energy um and zero excitement about an all-star game this year um pretty much a kind of a slap in the face um and you know we're also still dealing with a a pandemic we're still dealing with everything that's been going on and we're going to bring the whole league into one city that's open. And LeBron's not the only one that feels that way. The NBA and the Players Association are finalizing the details for the All-Star game, including the health and safety protocols. LeBron's the second leading vote-getter right now behind the Nets' Kevin Durant. LeBron said he'll be there physically, but not mentally. Last night, the Rangers got uh, their second straight win. First time this season, they've won back-to-back games, 4-2 over the Capitals at the Garden. And Rutgers has won four straight games in the Big Ten, Wayne, as they top Minnesota 76-72. Brad, thank you. It's the morning sports update. The morning news roundup is Friday. That's good news. I'm Wayne Cabot. Good morning. Three things to know. The Food and Drug Administration is going to wait on this on the Johnson & Johnson shot. They're going to ask the independent advisors to publicly debate all the data behind the single-dose shot before deciding whether to give it a green light and join the other vaccines. That would be three now. If there is one name to know this morning, it is Michael Foligno, the Elmwood Park Police Department chief in New Jersey who rescued a mom and her young daughter who were out on the ice. It was too thin. They didn't know it. They fell through, and they may have been in the Pacific River for 45 minutes. He went out there on a kayak, got very wet and cold to himself, and with a shovel, propelled himself forward and made that rescue. Third thing, Staten Island Congresswoman Nicole Maliotakis was one of the very few Republicans in Congress to join the Democrats in stripping the assignments of the newly elected Marjorie Taylor Greene of Georgia. Maliotakis called Greene's conspiracy theories deeply disturbing and extraordinarily offensive and hurtful to thousands of 9-11 families and first responders, our Jewish community, and many others in my district, she said. She was not swayed by Greene's sudden change of heart on For example, well, here she was denying 9-11. And the so-called plane that crashed into the Pentagon. 
She apologized for that and said to her colleagues, I also want to tell you 9-11 absolutely happened. And about this comment that school shootings are staged? There would be no mass shootings at school. She now says, You see, school shootings are absolutely real. Maybe you saw the video of Marjorie Taylor Greene heckling Parkland shooting survivor David Hogg. Hogg has announced he's launching a pillow company to compete against Mike Lindell's MyPillow, tweeting, Mike isn't going to know what hit him. This pillow fight is just getting started. Now from our news archives, 88 seconds in sound for the 5th of February. Among the biggest bank robberies of all time happened in 2016. Hackers got the Federal Reserve Bank of New York to transfer $81 million using stolen credentials from the Bangladeshi Central Bank. It was the weekend in New York and no one was paying attention. And the hackers could have gotten a lot more, if not for a misspelling in their notes. They spelled foundation, foundation. 2012, the Giants beat the Patriots in the Super Bowl, 21-17. to Mike will tell you, Eli was on. He made the impossible throw, as good a throw as you can make. 2004, this acknowledgement from CIA Director George Tenet, that U.S. spy agencies may have overestimated Iraq's weapons of mass destruction. They never said there was an imminent threat. But that was a justification for a war given exactly one year earlier in 2003 by Colin Powell, a Secretary of State with enormous credibility at the time, who told us, Saddam Hussein and his regime will stop at nothing until something stops him. Bobby Vinton will not be seen tonight so that we may bring you the following special presentation. Everything stopped for the blizzard of 78, 100 dead across New England, New York, New Jersey, into Philadelphia, Radio News time where John Wydra anchored for CBS Radio. Of course, exacerbating this um, confounding situation is the weather. It's incredible how bad 15 to 20 inches more before it's all over. New York public schools were shut for three days, longest until Hurricane Sandy came along. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, a daily download of the news you need to start your day on air, on radio.com, and delivered to your phone and computer for on-demand listening. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 